in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Good evening, good morning. Here we are in the wee hours of the morning. It's John Mayetta, host of the CEO Raider podcast. And I didn't plan on doing a podcast today, but it seems like sexual harassment is just everywhere you look these days. And today, uh, Fidelity, Fidelity Investments was in the newspaper. That, that's a firm that was a former competitor of mine when I was a, a young fixed income analyst at Putnam Investments. And I could say at Putnam, I never saw any wacky behavior, any men taking advantage of, of women. That's not to say it didn't exist. But fortunately, the environments that I worked in at, at Putnam I never saw such a thing, nor did I suspect such a thing. Wall Street has a reputation for being sort of a rough-and-tumble place for for women. You know, I I hesitated to to put this out there, this podcast, because it's going to seem a little bit self-serving. But I would encourage women or anybody who feels like they're being sexually harassed or harassed otherwise or, or bullied in any way by employees who have leverage over you, job position, compensation, uh, compensation, you know, and so on. Uh, and, and if you don't want to go to human resources, if you feel like that's just not the route you want to take, publish your situation on our CEO Rater platform. It's public. Your comments are anonymous. You don't have to register. So you can just pop onto the website, find your, your company, your employer, and just start writing a post. So, you know, it's, it's entirely anonymous. And then once you post it, obviously it's remains anonymous as far as you're concerned as the person who's posting, but the post is then in the public domain. So there's a written record of the event beyond, you know, an internal email that maybe you would send otherwise, or a Facebook post or a Twitter post, which would have your name attached to it, or at least your user ID. So if if you don't want to go the public disclosure route, but you want to get your situation out in the public domain without disclosing your identity use our platform so i say self-serving because obviously we want people to participate in the platform but you know at the end of the day we're not generating revenue off of people publishing to our platform there's no monetary gain you know for us by people doing so so i figured what the heck put it out there and i've been posting about it today on linkedin and twitter so i just wanted to put that out there and then the second subject i wanted to talk about today the first one was far more important but the second one is sort of near and dear and that is the insurance industry and insurance technology because I spent a fair amount of time covering that space on Wall Street as a, as a sell-side analyst. Uh, not so much the insurance carriers themselves, but I was a research analyst that covered the technology companies that sold into uh, the insurance carriers. And then I went to work for one of those technology companies for a couple of years down in Dallas. And uh, somebody that I'm connected to on uh, the LinkedIn platform wrote a nice post about the, the issues this person sees with regard to the insurance carriers moving too slowly to address the rapid change that's occurring in the industry, which I agree with 100%. I've said it in the past, you know, the glacial pace with which the insurance companies are sort of addressing the disruption that's happening. Take autonomous vehicles, for, for instance. The world's not going to go autonomous overnight, but it's happening, and it will happen. And it may take 20 years to have a meaningful chunk of all insurance premiums move away from the carriers and move to the the auto OEMs because they will self-insure. But as that happens, the insurance carriers lose that revenue. So it's been an underperforming industry 
revenues and profits have been declining for since the financial downturn. You could say they have a little bit of growth growth opportunity with with cybersecurity, but the decline they're going to see with with auto is going to be a disaster for the industry. It's going to be a massive contraction. Not to mention the fact that you have all these little insurance technology or insure tech startups nibbling at the margins and taking share. For example, I may have talked about previously these price comparison websites that have popped up. Now you have insurance carriers like Progressive that have created their own comparison websites, but then you have standalone insurance comparison websites like Everquote. They, they should never exist. You should never have a comparison website outside of the insurance carrier universe. They should own that space. But, but you know, given the dint of the personality of the people who are senior executive at the SMTs, the senior management teams at, at the insurance carriers, for the most part, they're just they're not innovative personalities, right? They're, they're risk-averse personalities. They're not the people that should be running, in large part, the insurance carriers today. You know, running the insurance company should be entrepreneurs, should be data scientists, real data scientists, not guys that took a, a data science or an advanced stats class, but, you know, real PhDs. They should be run like quant hedge funds, and they should be innovating. They should have innovation labs run by real entrepreneurs, not run by insurance execs. So what's going to happen is they're going to get this intermediated by uh, other organizations from outside of the insurance industry. You know, Google played there for a little bit. They did some work around the comparison space. And I think if you, particularly if you start to see deregulation occur, you're going to see Google and Amazon and others just collapse in the industry. And that will happen. But the insurance carrier, the, the what I believe will be a precipitous decline for the insurance carriers doesn't have to be so painful. But you guys at the insurance carriers, you need to save yourselves. So the junior people, the younger execs, you've got to have a palace coup, the way I see it. Because many of the insurance carriers are not public companies. Therefore, you can't have an activist investor you know, disrupt things for the better, make changes at the board level, at the CEO level. The change is going to come from within. You've got to have a, a, a palace coup and throw out these overly risk-averse senior executives who are content to manage a slow and steady decline. Liberty Mutual would be, would be one. Never worked for the company, but they're here in Boston, and I've observed them over the years. They need to have massive change at the top. So that's my word of advice for the insurance industry. There needs to be bloodshed, and it needs to come from within. See everybody next time.